left, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way It's time to name the neglect from typical food advice. Welcome to the Find Your Food Voice podcast, hosted by me, Julie Duffy Dillon. I'm a registered dietitian with 20 years of experience partnering with folks just like you on their food peace journey. What have we learned? Well, cookie cutter approaches exclude too many people and you don't need to be fixed. It's not you. It's not me. It's all of us. Only together, we can start a movement and fix diet culture. And we will. Let's begin with now. Hey there, welcome to season nine of Find Your Food Voice. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Buckle up because this is a roller coaster episode. I am going to be sharing with you some personal news and some big, exciting news. It's ups and downs. Um, and, you know, there's some personal, like I said, and these, this big exciting news is I'm not pregnant. Please know that it's not it. But I am really, really excited to get to all that. But before we get to the roller coasters of um, things that have been going on in my life, I also need to update you on just what's been going around and Find Your Food Voice land. There is some changes happening within my team, and this is some bittersweet news to pass on to you, listener, but Yelly Cruz, our amazing podcast production assistant, and you probably don't know this, but she is like this organizational whiz and otherwise just a kick-ass woman. Well, Yelly is moving on to her next great adventure. We... Oh my gosh, Shelly, we already miss you so much. And we also can't wait to see what is next for you. And I hope it includes lots of chill time and sweaters, playing video games. <laughs> and um, if you've listened to the podcast for a while now, you just know the episodes over the last, I think, two and a half years have been brought to you because of Yelly. And um I just am really excited for her future, but we will miss her tremendously. And Rachel Popic, who is our community manager in PCOS Power, is going to be um, learning how to do the podcast production tasks that Yelly has done. And um, so it's going to continue on, but also um, Yelly just wants you to know that we are rooting for you and we miss you, but we also are so excited for your future. All right. So before we get into personal life, big, exciting news, of course, we have a commercial break. But before you go, before you go to this commercial break, I want to let you know something that I just learned in probably the last six months. So I do have ads inserted into this podcast, which as a podcast listener, I know, very annoying. But something about these 
commercials. The, th- the reason why we have them is because it does, there is a cost with having a podcast and, you know, we're not NPR. So we're doing this all on our own and we need a way to cover the expenses. And the basically those ads can do that. Well, so far the ads cover about half of the cost of our production. So if you want a very easy, simple way to support us, is just to let the commercials play. I didn't say listen to them. You can listen to them if you want, but you can like check out, do something else, do whatever you need to do. But if you just let them play as you're listening, that means that my team and I will be reimbursed for the commercial. Whenever you skip through them, well, then the podcast does not actually get paid for them, which I'm like, does that really happen like that on TV too? I don't know. But if you are looking for a way to support us that is free for you, I appreciate advance if you can just listen to the next production or the next the next uh, commercial break and we will be right back. But thank you. Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you in advance. Welcome back. So I'm taking a deep breath as I get ready to first share some personal updates. And this this update is, I don't know, it's not super comfortable, but I also feel like I need to be transparent with you. But as I'm being transparent, I want to also be upfront with, I'm not going to tell you all the details because it doesn't just involve me. It involves some people really important to me, including my children. So 
So yeah, I think you can appreciate that I'm not going to go into all of the details. But again, I want to share what's been going on and help you to just fill in the spots. So around this time last year, I went back to therapy um, again <laughs> because I was pretty sure I didn't want to be married any longer. I wanted to be certain and I am so grateful I was able to find a therapist. When you are trained as a, a therapist and you live in a kind of small town, you sort of kind of know a lot of different therapists. And in order for me to get a lot out of therapy, I really need to not know my therapist. And so I feel really grateful that a colleague in front of mine connected me with a therapist whose name happened to be Julie, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But um, I spent uh, many months just really sifting through what were the next best steps from my point of view and just help me sort through it. And I did some super tough therapy. Like I went in knowing that I was going to need to really like decide some big, heavy decisions, but I didn't know that I would be doing some internal family systems work. Google it if you don't know it, but if you've ever said, there's a part of me that feels this way, but then a part of me that feels this other dichotomy. You know, if you've ever said that before, or even just said, a part of me wants this, then you are connecting to a different part of yourself, which that is a lot of internal family systems. And one part in particular that I discovered was a part of me that didn't believe I was brave. And again, super grateful to my therapist because I was able to connect with that part and do some really brave steps and um, come to the conclusion that I'm brave enough to take these next steps. And so it was a very mutual decision from my partner and I. It's totally amicable and I feel super grateful that it is. And as we decided to separate, we told the kids after school ended. And so that was until June. And this is the part where, you know, there won't be details shared. They're my kids, of course. Um, but I can share my own like experience through this. And it's certainly been a roller coaster ride. I have been with the same partner since I was 24. And now I am 48. So half of my life has been in this one relationship. So there's many new beginnings ahead that are coming with this ending. And there's definitely grief with the ending. And also this kind of weird thing that I was not expecting of also like hopefulness for what's ahead. Uh, for me, for my partner, for my kids, you know, this is something that is going to be tough, but also like, huh, let's see what's next. So as I was going through the, um, I don't know, the spring, getting closer to June, I knew that I was going to need to make May, June, and July especially soft places to land. Um, I just kept thinking about that. Like I just needed to be a soft place to land for myself, for the family. And I am so grateful for my team because as I... I didn't communicate to them yet what was going to be happening in my personal life, but I just needed to create this soft place to land. They so generously helped me cover episodes in May and June. So if you listen to our mini episodes, 
Um, you know, they were wonderful. They were such a joy for me to listen to and um, really helped me just to create the space I needed to be able to, um, I don't know, pivot when I needed to, rest when I need to, and basically just have life-saving self-care. Um, while I was sorting through this divorce timeline though, something magical did happen. And are you ready to hear about it? Like this is the big exciting news. So let's get to it after a very quick break and I'll be right back and tell you about this big exciting news. Welcome back. And before the break, I mentioned that as I was sorting through the divorce timeline, something magical did happen. And let's get to the big exciting news. I seriously have been just so excited to tell you this. So, so excited. Like I have been about ready to pee my pants so many times because I've been holding on to this since March and I'm recording this in August. So this is a long time for me to keep something under wraps. But back in March, I got an email. And actually, before I tell you about this email, I want to tell you something else that happened to me in the sixth grade. I had a teacher who has meant so much to me. Her name is Miss Moscone. And I believe Miss Moscone is not named that anymore because I think she got married. So she's not Miss Moscone anymore. But she was a teacher in the beginning of middle school for me. And, you know, if you haven't listened to any episodes where I've talked to you about my childhood, um, I don't talk about it a lot because <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it because I was so anxious. And anyone who has a lot of anxiety probably can relate to the fact that we don't hold to, on to a lot of memories because we're just holding on for dear life. But in my elementary, actually all of my schooling, all the way through college, I was super anxious and I got really good at hiding. I did not like talking. I was afraid of talking and really afraid. Remember above that part of me that just didn't think I was brave. So Miss Moscone was my sixth grade teacher and she happened to be teaching English and she had us write an essay. She showed us a picture of a rooster sitting on a very, very tall pile of eggs. And this picture was one, I don't know if you've ever done an exercise in like a, an ice breaking exercise where you pick a picture out and you talk about the picture and usually the pictures have a lot of like bright colors and they're saturated and, um, you know, it looks like that kind of like a stock photo. And again, it was a rooster sitting on a very, very big, tall pile of eggs. And she just gave us a prompt. Um, I want you to write an essay about this. I don't really remember m much more <laughs> of the discussion, but it was intended to be like a creative writing exercise. And I was so excited. I remember being so excited to write about this. And do you know what I wrote about? I wrote about feminism, <laughs> which is kind of funny to think about. But I wrote all about um, this rooster sitting on this pile of eggs because all of the hens left to go do the shit they wanted to do. I don't think I said shit, but I really wanted to. And I talked all about what these chickens were doing now that they didn't have to stay at home and just sit and, you know, not have a voice. 
So this, um, I wish I still had this, this thing I wrote, but I don't have it anymore. But something I remember like it was yesterday, which again is very, it's a very big thing for me to say because I don't have a lot of memories that I have saved from my anxiety filled childhood. But I remember Miss Moscone handed back all of our assignments. She wrote like glowing things about this writing assignment that I completed, that she was so impressed and all these sparkly things um, and that she wants me to keep writing. So I read what she had to say. And I, of course, I sat in the very, very back. And again, I was really good at being quiet. By good, I mean, I was good at avoiding anyone from seeing me. <laughs> so I was uh, very skilled at making sure a teacher didn't get eye contact with me because I knew that's when they would call on me. So I heard Miss Moscone say my name and I look up, she's looking at me and she said, class, I want you to know that Julie's essay was my absolute favorite one I've ever read and said a bunch of things that I can't remember because I was so embarrassed because I knew what she was going to want me to do next. And I think you know too. <laughs> she wanted me to read it out loud. And this, this was my nightmare. Um, of course, it happened because it was school and we had a talk in school. But when I read this essay, I loved it. It was very creative and I was very proud of it, but I wrote it like no one was going to ever read it besides Miss Moscone, who I trusted. And so reading it out loud, I remember feeling so embarrassed. Um, my voice shaked and it was just took a lot. So thankfully I finished it without any major catastrophe. But then after I was done reading it, she asked me to stay after class because she just wanted to chat with me. So I remember watching my classmates file out of the room. I was so jealous of them being able to just go on to the next thing, but I was stuck feeling <laughs> this anxious feeling. And she said that I was a talented writer and she said, I will write something amazing for everyone to see someday. And she's like, I can't wait to see it. Keep writing. Well, this is what's about to happen. In the March email I got, it was from a woman named Rachel. And Rachel was someone who worked in publishing. And she said, hey, are you interested in writing a book? So we jumped on a call and she actually thought, about me writing a book that was on something different and kind of a smaller kind of handbook. But then she said she listened to the podcast episodes and she's like, this is what the book needs to be about. If you're interested in writing a book, I think Find Your Food Voice would make an excellent book. So that's the big news. I am going to be writing Find Your Food Voice. It is tentatively going to be out in January of 2025. I seriously, I kid you not, I have wanted to write a book since Miss Moscone had me write or read rather that essay. And I have wanted it. I have hoped for it. I have had very close almost having it happens. <laughs> having it happens, I don't know what that means. But 
Um, I think around 2015 or 2016, I was contacted, but it just wasn't the right time for me. Um, and then I had a few times where it just wasn't a good opportunity. And now with my new friend, Rachel, it is going to happen. So I am so excited, but also so grateful for you because this would not have happened if you and I haven't curated this podcast. You know, it started out as Love Food. Now it's Find Your Food Voice. And the foundation of this podcast are the letters that you write to food. And as I am writing Find Your Food Voice, I want you to know that we've made this podcast together. And so let's write this book together. One thing that I had as a must in this book is I wanted letters to be a part of it. I wanted to continue writing letters and every chapter is going to start with a letter from a listener that could be you. And so I do need letters for season nine, but I also need letters to include in the book. So if you would like a chance to be in the book, um, have your experiences in the book, have your words in the book. Um, I would love to have that opportunity to read what you have to say in a letter, maybe use it in an episode, maybe use it in the book. If you would like to submit a letter for either one of these, there is a link in the show notes right now for you to click on and that will give you the space to do just that. So besides the letters, um, I wanted to fill in for you what's next, like what to expect for season nine, what to expect if you want to work with me, what am I going to be doing? To be frank, um, because of my life transition with the separation and divorce, and also the fact that I have um, a chronic illness, the, one of the big things that I experience is chronic migraine. So I can't work a full-time job um, and be the primary caregiver for my kids and do all the things. So I have to keep a very boundary kind of, um, which for me, what I'm thinking about with this boundary is I just can't take on a lot of things. So my team and I decided to not enroll a fall cohort for PCOS Power. We usually do three cohorts a year and we have decided to not do one in the fall. If you are wanting to join PCOS Power, you still can. It would just be on your own um, and you can uh, join in the alumni just like everybody else. But we will still have it open, but just not a cohort. You know, writing a book is a full-time job and I have mapped out the days I could write between now and May 1st, when, which is the day that I want to be done with this book and turn it in. And I basically need 90% of my time to be doing um, writing this book. So that's pretty much all I'm going to be doing. I will be still recording this podcast. I will be writing. And then I will be doing some time with backend and PCOS power. That's it. And what I have come to is that I need to have some extra boundaries, which means that my extroverted self 
is going to be really challenged because I'm not going to be able to connect with as many people. I'm not going to be meeting up with folks as much. And so that's going to be really hard for me. But when I have done other writing projects in the past or just needed to do some butt in the chair kind of tasks for work, one of my favorite things has been doing co-working time. And if you've never heard of that, it's basically for people who work from home. Um, I know a lot of people in neurodivergent circles talk about using this, but it's basically going on a Zoom call with someone where you mute it and you just work at the same time, kind of helps with some accountability, but then also helps with like the energy and the, and the, the time and space that you are doing this, just connecting with another person without talking. So if it sounds bizarre, that's okay. But it really um, helps to energize me and to help me to keep going. And so I started thinking about between March and now, like, how am I going to actually do this? How am I actually going to be able to write this book without having as much connection? And I just can't. So I'm on TikTok. And on TikTok, what you can do is go on live. So I thought, I'll go on live on TikTok. And so if you are someone who wants to see behind the scenes, connect as I'm writing this book, and just be a part of it, because you already are a part of it as a listener, you can join for free these co-working sessions. But it's not just co-working. Maybe you're not someone who needs to type out a paper or something. I actually am... Taking it even a step further, besides co-working time, it's also going to be a secure self-care spot, like kind of a respite that I'm hoping that you and I can create to help carve out a space for you outside of diet culture. And what do I refer to this as is nesting time. And I think I've said it on the podcast, but there's one word in particular that has really been like bouncing around my brain for the last few years. And it's that word nest. It was before COVID. I started thinking about the word nest. It just seems so cozy and safe and secure and also nurturing and can allow growth. So nesting time is this kind of self-care, self self-care spot that you and I can create. I will be writing and you can do whatever you need. Whatever tools that you need to help repair and rewire what you have like learned about how to move away from diet culture. And this may include doing things like making your grocery list, or it can be crafting, it can be journaling, meditation, listening to music, It can be really anything because all of us have our own food voice and we all have different needs to connect to it. So whatever you need, you can use this time for. So again, this is something that you can connect with me over on uh, TikTok. Uh, My handle is foodvoicerd. Join me there if you would like to take it even a step further. Because again, I'm not going to be able to do speaking gigs. I'm not going to be able to do sessions with folks. I'm just going to be recording this podcast, running some of the backend stuff with PCOS Power. Again, I'm not going to have a cohort. So I am going to need support um, outside of 
my, since I'm not going to have my typical means of financial support. So if you would like to have even more time and insight onto what I am working on in this book, if you want to help me like in the thick of it to write it, you can do just that by providing just $5 a month. I have created a special space on Circle. If you've never heard of Circle, this is a community uh, website that looks a lot like a Facebook group, but it's not on Facebook. It's intuitive like Facebook. It um, Again, it looks just like that. And for just $5 a month, you can also join me in these nesting sessions. The difference though is on TikTok, I will be muted and I'll take some breaks. I will have scheduled times too. That's another thing I didn't mention. I will schedule these times where I'll be on because it's going to be kind of the accountability I need to like sit my butt in the chair and write. Um, in the circle community, I will, during my um, scheduled breaks, unmute and we can chat, we can connect, we can shoot the shit, we can talk about what you're working on, or I can tell you about what I'm, which chapter I'm working on, what word count I'm at, um, any other updates that we have. And if you would like to support me as I am writing this book, um, as you probably know, um, advances are really, really small. Um, I broke it down to uh, it's like half of minimum wage that I'm basically going to be working for when it comes to this advance. But I really want to do this. And I'm like, I'm going to make it work. But if you're able to support me just for $5 a month, you can do that at julieduffydillon.com slash book. There's a chance there to join this community. If $5 is just not an option for you, I don't want you to overextend yourself. If you can listen to the ads on this podcast, that helps me and my team to be able to pay for the expenses for the podcast. Um, You can follow me on TikTok, join me on those lives. Any of those things help support me and my team so, so much. And I really appreciate it. Again, I am so grateful to finally be able to give you this news. I feel like this is something that you and I have built together. And I know this book, you're also going to have a hand in building too. So I look forward to reading your letter and connecting with you in these nesting time sessions and Yes. So more to come. Welcome to season nine of Find Your Food Voice. It is going to be amazing. Next week, I will be back with a regular episode. It's a solo episode with a letter. And as I say the word letter, remember, I need your letters for this episode and for the Find Your Food Voice book. So there is a link in the show notes to do just that. And I'm just so grateful for you. If you made it through this whole episode, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I look forward to checking in with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Ready to join the anti-diet movement and take the Food Voice pledge? Go to julieduffydillon.com and sign your name to the growing list of people saying no to diets and yes to their own food voice. The Find Your Food Voice podcast is produced by me, Julie Duffy Dillon, and my team of kick-ass folks. I couldn't make the show without Yelly Cruz, assistant producer and resident book feed, and Colleen Bremner, customer service coordinator and professional hype master. 
Audio editing is from Toby Lyles at 24 Sound. Music is Fly Free by Hartley. Are you looking for episode transcripts? Get them at juliedeffydillon.com, where you can also submit letters for the podcast, give us feedback, and sign the Food Voice Pledge. We need your voice to end diet culture. We literally can't do this without you. Subscribe to the Find Your Food Voice podcast to get weekly inspiration and education on how we can defeat diet culture and reclaim our own food voice. I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Find Your Food Voice podcast. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.